Hi, I'm Ari Mizell, and this is the art of less doing. I'm going to teach you how to optimize, automate, and outsource everything in your life, including your health, in order to be more effective. I want you to stress less, free up as much time as possible, and do the things you want to do. Hey, everybody, this is the Less Doing Podcast, and this is your host, Ari Mizell. Welcome to episode 188. Today, I interviewed Adam Stone of Speedlancer, and Speedlancer is an outsourcing website that guarantees your work in four hours or less. They're really great, and I've been using them for a bunch of stuff for both personal and business. But before that, I just want to let you know, or not before that, before we get to the links, I want to tell you a couple things. One, I am holding in my hand the beta or the alpha even of the first test version of the less doing peak time app. So in the next month or so, you should be seeing an app that will help you determine your peak time. And that is the best time of day for you to get your best work done. It will help you determine that and help you maximize that time so that you can get two to 100 times more work done in that time than any other time of the day. I'm very excited to share that with you all. Now, again, I want to remind people, as I've been doing for the last few episodes, if you're in your car or you're running somewhere or you're just not at a computer, you can text the word do less to 33733 and get on the less doing newsletter. And when you sign up, you'll get a free infographic on how to get to inbox zero. So that's 33733. So let's get to the links for today. Now, the first one, this is a really cool one, I think, as far as quantified self goes. It's called Kindara, and it's an app coupled with a Bluetooth thermometer. It's a fertility device, basically. So this will help you determine when you are most likely to get pregnant and also to avoid pregnancy if you want to run things that way as well. Uh, It's not necessarily the the best method for avoiding pregnancy, but it's definitely... It's, it's definitely better than some others. So uh, you can track in, in, in a very good way with a woman's cycle and also based on temperature. And by the way, this is not a BBT, which is a basal body thermometer. This is a, an oral thermometer, so don't worry about that. And it gives the results right into the app, and it will tell you your most likely times of getting pregnant and your least likely times of getting pregnant. So this is a really cool, in my opinion, quantified self application. Um, the next thing I want to tell you about is from a company called Safety IQ. And before I tell you what this is, you may wonder, once I do tell you what this is, why this is interesting as far as less doing goes. But I believe that preparedness is extremely important, right? So uh, if you're anticipating you're prepared, then you can be more effective and efficient in any situation. And that also goes for natural disasters or situations of uh, where you might be out of power or have a fire or any of that kind of stuff. So this is called the Saver Emergency Breath System. And it's, it's pocket size. It's very small. And it basically, you put it in your mouth and it's a mouth guard device that will filter out carbon monoxide, toxic gases for up to five minutes. So long enough, hopefully, for you to get out of that bad situation. It's a good idea to have something like this, not only in your home, but in your car uh, or in any sort of protective bag, your go bag, whatever it might be that you have. And if you think about this as a sort of a, a short-term air filter, you could use that for any kind of situation. If you're going into a place where you think that there's a lot of mold for some reason, you know, this is, this is a device that you can have in your bag and use if you really needed to. So a little bit out there, but I think it's, I think it's really cool. Uh, the next thing is called Circle Medical. 
So Circle Medical is an app uh, that basically provides house calls for doctors. Now, I've talked about apps like this before, such as Pager, and there's a couple others. But what this one does is a little bit unique. So uh, they'll, they'll deal with things like chronic conditions, vaccinations and flu shots, urgent care uh, even. But they'll do uh, also your annual checkup. And what's neat is that this, actually, this app actually works with your insurance. So you scan your insurance card, and then basically that's it. So your, your visits might be completely free if they're covered. And if they're not, you'll get an actual price based on what your specific plan offers. So then you just pick a time and a place. It could be your office or it could be your home. And they show up and do it. Uh, I, for one, am going to be using Circle Medical later this week for my annual check. Well, <laughs> my annual checkup. For doing an annual checkup, I get my blood tested more regularly than that, of course. And I'm checking things all the time. But... I think it's great. And especially if you have kids or you just have a really busy schedule, it's nice because one of the things that happens when most people get busy is they stop taking care of themselves and they tend to put things off. I have so many people who tell me that they haven't been to the dentist in three years because they've just been so busy and that's not great, obviously. So this is something that uh, can, can really help fit that into your lifestyle. The next thing is there is an article on IFL Science, and IFL Science stands for I Fucking Love Science. So uh, it's a pretty cool website. They have really great studies on there, actually. And uh, this one says, it's staring into someone's eyes for 10 minutes can alter your consciousness. Now, this is pretty interesting because if you think about that, most people do not stare into someone else's eyes for very long, um, usually not more than a few seconds. In fact, it's sort of a rule of thumb. When you meet somebody, the right amount of eye contact is, uh, generally speaking, is enough to tell how what the color of someone's eyes are. So that's a couple seconds. Beyond that, it starts to get creepy or weird, right? So this is basically saying if you stand a meter apart from somebody and you stare into their eyes for 10 minutes you can actually have like psychedelic effects from it and altered consciousness. So I'm not much of a drug user or not really a drug user at all other than some nootropics here and there. But I haven't even tried this yet because even with my wife who I'm madly in love with and I presume is in love with me, it's weird to stare at someone's eyes for 10 minutes. But I, I would love to hear if people have tried this and what their experiences have been because the people in the study had some pretty significant experiences from this. So... If you're ever really bored and you have somebody in the room with you, try staring in their eyes for 10 minutes. <laughs> now, uh, I want to take a break for a second here and just let everybody know that the Less Doing Bootcamp is changing formats. We have changed formats, rather. So it's still an eight-week program. It always has been, and it probably will always be. Uh, but what we've been previously doing was every Monday night, we were doing a call, a live call, where we would teach one of the fundamentals of the Less Doing system. And I was teaching some, my coaches were teaching some, and it's a, and it's a fantastic program. But... We've gone through this a few iterations now, and I wanted to take things to a new level. And with some feedback from people in the group, what we do now is that every Sunday night or Monday morning, we post a pre-recorded video about that week's lesson. And then Wednesdays, every Wednesday, I do basically a half hour office hours so people can get in to the call and they can ask questions and we can have a real discussion about either that week's topic or anything else that's on their minds productivity-wise, and we record that for the group. Uh, in addition, I now post something every single day without fail to the Less Doing Bootcamp. Now, that could be a picture or a question or a video or, or, or uh, an infographic, whatever it might be, but there's just so much really cool content. It's a really active community of well over 100 people in there now, and if you're interested, you should go to lessdoingcall.com, and you can get on a free coaching call with one of my Less Doing coaches and find out more about the bootcamp.
so back to those sites. Now, there's a website called Instawork, and uh, this is this is almost like it's actually appropriate. This is in the Speed Lancer episode. This is outsourcing for real people, or I mean, in-person people rather, within less than 24 hours. And primarily, this looks like it's focused on the restaurant industry. So you can get servers, bakers, line cooks, dishwashers, or baristas, but within 24 hours or less. So I'm not quite sure how they're sourcing people, but it's pretty amazing. If you if you need, you know, whether you're having a special event, you need a larger staff, or you want to try some out a new position or something, that could be a really good source to know that you can get these people within a day or less. Now, I mentioned nootropics before. There is a company called Nutribox, and they have something called GoCubes. So, go, well, actually, <laughs> Nutribox is not just about GoCubes. I'm sorry, I should have mentioned that. Nutribox is basically like uh, Birchbox for nootropics, right? So you can get your sort of your, your sampling of different nootropics to try. And one of the things they have is called GoCubes. And this is chewable coffee. Yes, chewable coffee. Now, I love coffee because of the taste. So I'm not sure what, I mean, they say that this tastes good. But there's like an experience to tasting and drinking coffee. And I don't know. But they have three flavors. They have latte, pure drip, and mocha. And it's supposed to, it's got caffeine, L-theanine, vitamin B, vitamin B, sorry, vitamin B3, B6, B12, folic acid, and a couple other substances in it that should give you the kick of coffee in a chewable format. So there's that. <laughs> um, and now uh, there's a couple more here. So uh, this one is called Share Alike. And basically it says, you take photos, we make the videos. Now this is a really interesting one to me. So um, you basically can create videos from pictures with music you love. So you take a bunch of pictures and it creates a slideshow using the most recent photos and puts music to it and it, it basically it creates motion graphics and it, it pushes the the videos or the photos around and does transitions and it makes you know it's not an actual movie but it makes a video out of those photos and sort of tells a story so i like it it's really cool for sharing an event or something in your life uh, now the next one this is specific to people who are in the startup world i think but uh, it's called uh, visible.vc and it's modern investor relationship management so basically it helps you keep investors advisors and team members engaged in your business and it's a platform for doing that so you can visualize key data keep people up to date uh, show uh, financial forecasting uh, metrics all that kind of stuff and it seems like it's a really cool thing if that's something that you are dealing with in your startup or your business and you need to be able to have that done more automatically because a lot of times, honestly, founders get so focused on the business as they should be, but they don't have enough time to do the logistical aspects. So this could really help. And now the last, I'm sorry, there's two more apps, two, two more things I want to tell you about. Uh, one is there's an article in Art of Manliness called The History of Obstacle Courses for Military Fitness, Sport, and All-Around Toughness. And I love obstacle courses. I, I, I've done Tough Mudder and Urban Mudder and the Civilian Military Combine. And I just think that they're fun and interesting. And this basically shows sort of like a bunch of black and white photos of guys jumping over hurdles and climbing up backwards ladders and all sorts of things. And it shows history and the, the reasoning behind it. And it's just a good article. And even if you don't read the article, just look at the pictures. It's, it's pretty inspiring, honestly. So... Check that out. And then the last thing is called Thrive. So this is cool. So Thrive is an app, and it's they said the heartbeat of your business anytime, anywhere. So uh, what this will do is it's actually tying in a number of different metrics 
this is almost like life tracking for your business, which I think is pretty fascinating. So it integrates, it, sorry, it integrates with uh, PayPal, Shopify, Instagram, MailChimp, uh, the weather, uh, all sorts of things, uh, Yelp. And what it shows, uh, like through some examples that they give on the site, is uh, that, like it's, so it says, it's sunny. It was a beautiful day. The perfect weather brought a lot of foot traffic throughout the entire day. Uh, construction. There was a road construction outside of the store that made it hard for customers to see that we were open for business. Uh, and then you have your sales in there. So this is, again, it's like life tracking for your business. So I, I, this, I think, is great. I think it's a really great way to, to, to use this kind of data. So that's all I have for today, everybody. Thank you very much for listening in. And next week, we're going to have Daniel Vitalis of Surf Thrival, which is which was a really fun interview. And I hope you're all having a great, productive day. The Less Doing Podcast pulls together the top experts in the industry to help you optimize, automate, and outsource everything in your life so you can start doing the things you really want to do again. What would you do if you could only work an hour a day? Would you crumble or would you thrive? When I was sick with Crohn's disease, I was faced with that reality because there were days when I literally couldn't eke out more than an hour of work a day. And I had to figure out ways to not only get everything done, but get more done than I was doing before. And that is how Less Doing was born. Less Doing is about you. It's the easiest way to learn and implement a huge amount of productivity tips into your life in a short amount of time. Whether you're a crazy busy business owner, a tired executive in a large company, or a stressed out soccer mom, we've brought it all together for you to help you overcome the overwhelm in your life. For the latest how-tos and actual tips on becoming more productive, sign up for my newsletter over at lessdoing.com. But I want to offer you all something more. As listeners of this podcast, I want to give you the opportunity to get on the phone with one of my Less Doing certified coaches. I've trained each one of them myself, and they really know what they're doing. The first call is completely free, and you will get some real advice and tips on how you can be more productive in your life and get back to making things easier again. Thanks for listening, and now enjoy the interview. So now I'm speaking with Adam Stone, who is the founder of Speedlancer. So Adam, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Sure. Thank you, Ari. Thanks for having me. And thank you for staying up late for me. It's, uh, it's, where, where are you located right now? Uh, in Melbourne, Australia. Not so sunny. It's uh, midnight at the moment. <laughs> yeah, okay. So it's about midnight your time there. So uh, thanks again. Uh, so sure. let's, first of all, uh, really quickly, why don't you just tell everybody what Speedlancer is? Sure. So Speedlancer is the world's fastest freelance marketplace. So we deliver design, writing, and even data entry sort of tasks in four hours by a curated set of 300 freelancers. So basically, we have writers, for example, from Inc.com, The Guardian, The Examiner, so all like top caliber freelancers. And what I realized through when I was outsourcing for my previous business was that a lot of these top freelancers had a lot of extra time under their belt. And there were customers like you and I who needed access to top freelancers but didn't know how to find them. They just wanted something done. So we're like the Uber for freelancers where you submit something and it's done within the four-hour increment. Yeah, so uh, this is an amazing offering because uh, quality and speed don't usually go hand in hand. No, they don't. There's, there's this old saying that um, you can only achieve two of the three, quality, speed, and price. I think we've achieved all three. So quality through our curation process, um, speed through the four-hour guaranteed delivery uh, after it's accepted. Acceptance time is typically between five minutes and an hour. 
So really quick. And then price, because it ends up being more of a buyer's market. Customers like you and I suggest the price, and then the sellers can choose whether or not they feel the task is good value for their time and effort at that moment. So that I believe we've achieved all three. <laughs> well, and I agree. And, you know, I have used it a bit. I mean, well, actually, I've used it a few times, and uh, several people in my community have used it a bunch. Uh, but <laughs> it's almost like I'm impressed with your ambition because it's one thing to say, like, uh, you know, data entry can be very tedious, of course, but data entry in four hours, okay. But to mm. do writing, really quality writing and graphic design in four hours, and, and, and you're doing it, you're delivering, it's, it's incredible. Mm, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, it sort of started off as an experiment. Um, so basically, I've been in the e-commerce space for a while. Uh, I started that business when I was 14. I'm now 20. Um, and basically, I got a bit bored because <laughs> I guess doing the less doing method by chance uh, basically, I've been outsourcing for a few years, and I got it down to a 10-minute work week. And I got a bit bored doing what I was doing, so I thought I'd launch something new in the outsourcing space to help others um, sort of work with the same efficiencies that you and I have come to, to do. So, uh, yeah, it sort of started off as an experiment, and here we are now. <laughs> well, yeah, so let's back up, you know, because sure. that is something obviously very interesting and important to me is how, how, what were some of the things that you did to get to a 10-minute work week and what were you doing in those 10 minutes? Sure. So I, I actually say 10-minute work week, but actually the business is still running and it's probably a 10-minute work month at this point. So we have a team in the Philippines. Uh, <laughs> they manage all the customer support operations, supplier relations, customer relations, a bit of sales as well. That said, it's a pretty SEO business. Like it, it's it's basically just pure SEO. So in terms of sales and growth, it's almost a given. We just generate content. That's outsourced as well. Uh, we have a social media following. That's all outsourced. So really on my end, the way I saw it was the more work I put into getting it outsourced, the better the outcome would be for me. Um, it would mean that I could study full time. So I realized that any time I put in always led to a positive output in terms of the time I wouldn't have to put in in the future. <laughs> so it, it, outsourcing came out of necessity, but it sort of actually worked really well for us um, in that in that e-commerce company. And and so, but again, though, in that ten-minute period of time, really, what were you focused on? Oh, in that ten-minute, that, that's just things that I really couldn't outsource. Say, talking to an accountant. Um, uh -huh. Those are the sorts of things. I mean, I have a I have a manager in the Philippines um, now. He's sort of taken on like all the roles. Um, so really, I don't. I, I rarely even have to speak to him. Which is sort of unfortunate. I try to make a bit of an effort, but he does a great job. <laughs> so yeah. I don't want to intrude. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody likes to feel useful, right? So, yeah. um, now, how many people do you... Well, okay, so those are in the Philippines, but the Speedlancer providers for the most part are not Philippine-based. Correct. So Speedlancer has 300 freelancers. The writers are all native English, so we have... They're only based out of US, Canada, UK, and Australia. So those are where the writers are based. The designers, that's where we don't really care where they're based as long as their portfolio is really top-notch. And the data entry category, we mainly work with a couple of business process outsourcing centers out of India and the Philippines uh, just because they do data entry best. So uh, it really varies across category. Mainly the quality is our primary concern. Um, so, so we restrict it to countries where we can achieve high quality. Yeah. Now, and, and and so I'm also interested in in how you work your routing because you know it, it's four hours delivery. Obviously, that that means 24 hours a day. But so mm -hmm. if somebody you know issues a task at like one in the morning, 
um, is that are they going to get a particular kind of like for writing, for example? You know, does that mean that you're you're only going to get the the weird writer that is working at you know one in the morning, or is do you have some of the really high quality ones that are also just they're working those weird hours? Yeah, so I'd like to say we have the top one percent of freelancers. We don't really have a quality distinction uh, or much of one. Anyone who drops down, we sort of asked to leave because we can maintain the internal ratings. So basically any time of day you submit it, you'll have a high quality freelancer working on it. Um, that said, so if you submit a task at one o'clock in the morning, it will probably be someone from Australia or the UK that ends up accepting it. Uh-huh. So that's why we make I sure see. to have some somewhat of a global uh, footprint from the beginning. I see. That makes sense, of course. Um, and then do you have plans to expand into other kinds of you know, outsourcing beyond graphic design, data entry, and, and, and writing? I mean, those are obviously pretty important categories, but anything beyond that? Yeah, we're actually launching a secret category in the next couple of weeks. Um, I'll probably let okay. you in on that as well, um, uh, just in private, so that you can sort of test it out and, and share it to those people in your, in your network. But uh, yeah, basically we like making sure that that we restrict ourselves in terms of our target customers, namely agencies, startups, and small businesses, um, and whatever services they need, that's where I see us being in the future. Well, that's fantastic. So, uh, Adam, since you've you've built this company, you had your other company where you're being so efficient, um, well, the last question I always like to ask people in these interviews is, what are your top three pieces of advice for people to be more effective? Number one is just start, because you can't be effective if you don't do anything. <laughs> so a lot of people like to think they're busy, but just just start, just do something. The second piece of advice is do everything yourself first. And as soon as you get the hang of it, document it down and then get rid of it. Um, and once you've gotten rid of it, and by getting rid of it, I mean find someone else to do it. Uh, I love Upwork. Obviously, Speedlancer is great. Um, but the documenting, the processes, the systems are the most essential part of any business. And I think having an outsourcing mindset really gets you in, um, really gets you into the mindset of also documenting uh, the processes and really systemizing your business so it becomes more scalable. Um, so I suppose that's the two pieces. Then the third piece of advice, um, uh, be, be careful, I guess. <laughs> outsourcing can always be a risky business. <laughs> so uh, I've been screwed over yeah. a number of times. I'm not going to pretend that's not a problem. So uh, don't give anything that you're not willing to sort of make public. I don't, I don't think that every business can be down to a 10-minute work week, especially, well, maybe not venture-capable businesses. Um, so that's possibly a bit of a distinction. But I think every business can benefit in some way, shape, or form from outsourcing. So it's worth giving it a shot. Cool. Those are great. Well, so Adam, tell people where they can sign up, where they can find out more and sign up. Oh, I, I'm sorry. You know what I completely forgot, actually, is the Shido oh, yes. bot, too, <laughs> which is worth mentioning. Um, you know, I want you to tell people where they can sign up, but I, I'm sorry. That completely slipped my mind. I, I'm such a huge fan of Slack right now, and one of the things for everybody listening that Speedlancer has done is they created the Shido bot, which stands for, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, get the, the get go. shit done bot, right? <laughs> Uh, so uh, this is an explicit podcast, so don't worry. Uh, and uh, and basically, then you can put Cheetobot as a member of your Slack channel, and you can issue these kinds of tasks to Adam's company directly from your Slack implementation, which is amazing. Mm, that's exactly right. So I always had this vision. Um, basically, I was a Slack user from last year, maybe. It, it always helped with running a distributed team. So we have people in New York, overseas, China, 
Bangladesh, everywhere. <laughs> so Slack has really helped. Uh, so, so sort of an extension of that vision was from the start, basically having a speed lancer bot within Slack where you can submit tasks to our speed lancers through Slack itself, which is really cool, in my opinion. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, and the name came, uh, as you said, shit done. That was the name of Speed Lancer when it was just being conceived. So I thought it was nice to bring it back. <laughs> I know, I, I love it. Um, okay, so in, in so with that, tell people where they can find out more and sign up and and use your amazing service. Sure, so if you just want to order one or two tasks, you can go to speedlancer.com, order through the homepage. In fact, that's probably a good way to start, sort of, it's a guided flow, um, that might be good. And if you're looking for a monthly package with an account management facility, the Slack bot, that sort of thing, shoot me an email at adam at speedlancer.com or support at speedlancer.com and I will have someone get back to you. Yeah, we always like working one-on-one to make sure that customers get the best experience possible. But again, it is self-service as well, so it depends what you're looking for. Um, if you're looking for the monthly sort of setup, that's where you can feel free to email me or feel free to email me if you just want to chat. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, Adam, thank you so much. I hope people check it out. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Less Doing podcast. If you want to find out more information of the show, we would love to hear from you. You can go to lessdoing.com where you can look at Ari's blog, see the show notes for this episode and also look at all the other episodes before this. If you want to send us a voicemail we'd love to hear from you and we'll play it on the show you go to lessdoing.com click on contact and look on the right side of the page where you'll see a, a send voicemail button click on that and go ahead and record an audio message for us you can also get in touch with us on twitter ari's twitter handle is at ari Mizell, and mine is at felix bird we hope you enjoyed this podcast see you next time